Hello, and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I am here today with Yolanda, who I'm so excited to chat with. Hi, Yolanda. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh. I'm really excited for this conversation that we have in store because I feel like we have a couple of topics here that are so common that that people have gone through or or they're they're feeling like a nudge, you know, for some of the stuff. So, but we don't hear it talked about a lot because it's not, it's not the exciting, sexy part of business. So um yeah. Thank you for being here and like opening up to like such an honest conversation. Do you want to just take a second and just tell people a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes. So my name is Yolanda Boyerin and I'm a sales and business coach. I work with people from all different businesses, niches. So I have people from chiropractors to travel agents to salon owners. Um, I come from a sales background, so I really love helping people increase their income, of course, and just grow and scale their business in a way that suits them. I incorporate human design. That's really important to me because I feel like I can't give you the strategy that works for me because it may not feel comfortable for you. And also, we each have our own different energy type and, you know, everything else that goes along with your human design, there's so much more to it. But I feel like when you're, when you are operating from a place of, I was told to do step one, two, three, four, it actually repels clients versus you stepping into your natural energy and your natural ability. So I like bringing the two together, sales and human design, and it truly changed my life. And that's what I help my clients do. What is your human design? Because you know, that's what everybody always wants to know, right? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. And I love and hate this question all at the same time. (laughs) So I am a manifesting generator, sacral authority, two, five profile. And the reason I hate this question is because I feel like when people are coming from a disempowered place, They're looking at it like, of course, she has success because she's this design or because she's this profile or she's this authority. And I feel like when we can step into our power and see that everything in our chart is truly a superpower, we are meant to operate this way. We are uniquely ourselves. Then that makes so much sense for you. Well, no, I love that because it's it's just funny because like, you know, yesterday on my mastermind call, like there's like a sub conversation, but always there's a sub human design conversation happening in the comments of mastermind calls, like webinars or free trainings or whatever you want to call them. Like it's always there. And I, 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 even after that, I wasn't even thinking about that, but yesterday some post popped up 
or someone had shared their human design. And then like everyone in the comments, like, oh my God, I'm, you know, manifesting generator too, or I'm those lines too. Or, and I was just kind of giggling. Cause I do think that sometimes people, it's nice. Like, I know it's nice when you see someone who's successful or has what you have. And like, you have like that thing in common, but it's almost like we're like looking for that for proof. Like, does this apply to me? And can I be as successful as her based on something like that? And I just don't think that's actually the point of human design. There's not one human design that's like more successful than the other. <laughs> exactly. And since I am a part of your mastermind, I saw that conversation going on too. And yeah, I just don't, I don't um, resonate with conversations like that. What's yeah. really funny is, I think it was a week or two ago, I did this post about uh, Tony Robbins and I was just using him truly as an example because obviously I'm a coach and I incorporate human design. So I took his design and I broke down, it was in a post, it was just a couple of things of how he's operating in alignment with who he is. And everybody missed the point of the post. And I started getting the comments like, oh my gosh, I'm the same profile and energy type as Tony Robbins. And it's like, great, that's amazing. But also, do you understand all of the pieces to who you are and your story and not trying to be the next Tony Robbins, but being who you are? And I think that leads us perfectly into some of this conversation, even though it's like not about human design at all, but it's, it's, I think it's all about trusting yourself and doing things your way. And so, I mean, I kind of wanted you to share a little bit because I feel like you had a lot of success in your business pretty quickly. Would you agree? Or do you mind briefly kind of sharing like your story of getting started and what, what growing your businesses look like? Yeah. So I came on the scene and was profitable month one. Like I, started my business. I Again, I come from a sales background, so I know this, the process of sales, but I had zero audience because yeah. when I started, I literally deleted everyone that I personally knew from my socials because <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to show up if they're there. So uh, month one was a 5k sales month. Month two was a 10k sales month. And it grew very rapidly from there. Um, I hired a couple of coaches even before I really decided to start a business because I knew, okay, I want to learn this process. I want to learn what people are doing. And I don't necessarily, like, I didn't have a bad experience, but I just didn't think that I had found my person. And then I found a coach that I worked with for two years. Um, and then my my results just exploded. It just really exploded. But within that, I was also... There was a lot of fear instilled in me and other people in the mastermind. I did one-on-one -on -one with that coach for a while, and then I did a mastermind. There was a lot of fear instilled in the scaling process. It was like, yeah. you can't do it without this struggle and that struggle, and you're going to have to do like, and I think it was very manipulative, maybe not on purpose, but to make you feel like, oh my gosh, I cannot grow without this coach. And I had to get myself out of that situation. Although I had a lot of success, it also made me feel very boxed in. And the way that I was running my business was completely like, you have to do it this way. This is step one. This is step two, step three, step four. And even though I was sitting here teaching my clients human design and all of the amazing things that they could do, here I was like, okay, 
got to focus. And I think I even had this conversation with you in our very first call together. I was like, I'm so sick of it has to be this way and it has to look this way. Um, so then I tried another very scary investment um, for a year and I learned a lot in that. I mean, I've learned a lot from every person that I've worked with. I learned a lot in that container, but I think I also learned a lot of what I did not want to do for my yeah. client. I, I learned a lot of the clarity. It brought a lot of clarity of what I wanted to help my clients with. And so I completely changed my business plan, scared the shit out of me. Can I cuss on your podcast? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Um, but I knew that I knew that I was doing it to serve my people better. So it was like, okay, Yolanda, commit and let's go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Where do we even start with this? Because we have both topics right here in front of us. I mean, what have you learned? Like, I mean, I think what's interesting about some of the coaching situations that you've had is it's not like, and then I invested in this thing and I made no money and it's the coach's fault. And it's like, you had a lot of success, but... I mean, there seems like there's a couple different situations. Like in hindsight, what do you feel like you've learned specifically about you investing in coaches? Like what what have you learned to look for or, you know, just in who you're being as a client? Like what have some of the lessons have been that have come from that? I love this question. So me personally, I never blame a coach for my results or lack of results because I know that I'm personally responsible. I just look at it as this is teaching me something and it's either a good fit or it's not a good fit. And maybe that was the lesson that I needed. Right. So, um, I guess when it comes down to, I wound up in your world because I was just looking for real. I was looking for vulnerable. I was looking for honest because that's how I approach my clients. Like I don't have to put on a mask with my people. They're paying me to see the real raw truth. And the real raw truth is that building a business is scary and it's hard at times and it feels very lonely. And I don't feel that many people are having that conversation. I think that, you know, there's a term called posturing. I I don't resonate with posturing. And so I think when investing in a coach in the past, I looked at it from, oh, this person is making a lot of money, which obviously you make a lot of money, right? But this person is making a lot of money. I just need to be in their space so I can see how they're doing it. And then I can do that too, which I've learned a lot that way. Again, I'm somebody who takes responsibility. I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Super easy. I believe in myself. But when it came down to like working with you and and joining your mastermind, it came from a very grounded place of I'm over the, is it nice to make money? Yes. Do I love money? Love money. My whole brand is called Manifest Mad Money. <laughs> but it was like, I need money and authentic. Now I'm like in this place of like, this is me. This is who I am. Why am I not hiring based on that versus just the income wins, if that makes sense. Yeah. What does that term mean? The the posturing? Is that what you said it's called? Yeah. Posturing is like where it's almost like I tell my clients all the time, like everybody's trying to be perfect, but nobody relates with perfection because it just doesn't exist. 
And so the posturing is like, almost like you never have a problem in your business or you always make X amount of money or you're always so good or things are always on an upward trajectory or you never have a bad day or you never have a bad client experience. And it's just not real. It's just not real. No, I don't really resonate. I mean, I want to say I don't resonate with that, but I've totally hired people who portray that as well. And it's, I mean, I've learned the same lesson as you. It's like, don't hire people just because of how much money they make. I think it's great. Like, yeah, sure. If one of your big goals right now is double your revenue or whatever, then sure. Maybe look for someone who's in that, you know, financial range, but more so who's someone that you can like see yourself in that you resonate with, but also probably more importantly, like has similar values and shows up in a way that you can get behind. Um, not that you're trying to like replicate. I mean, I, yeah, I, I just, I feel you hundred percent. Cause I've, I've done that so many times too. Like, okay, if I could just like hire them and then do exactly what they tell me to do, then I can make as much money as them. And that's not even actually growing a business or being an entrepreneur. Well, what I've learned is that that leads you to doing something unaligned. And then you're like, oh, I have to change everything. Right. Like that's yeah. literally what led me to saying, okay, I, I want to change this and I want to change this. Because did I make a lot of money very quickly? Yes. And certain things were very aligned. I don't want to say nothing was aligned in my business. Certain things were very aligned. And now it's like, you know, finding what actually benefits me, my lifestyle and who I am versus what I think is the right way to the fastest amount of money. Yeah. So what has some of that looks like? What has some of that been that you you've seen like, okay, I want to change this. Oh oh my gosh. Making big, scary moves in the sense of re reworking how I put my offers out, reworking what I thought or what I was told would and would not work and, and making my own rules, right. As a manifesting generator, it is all about me being a rebel. And I was stuffing my intuition down. I was stuffing my desires down to fit a mold. And now it's like, Okay, Yolanda, maybe you don't have proof that this is going to work, but if this is really where you want to go, then let's go here. And it's scary. It's really scary because what you're doing is you're taking something that works, that is proven, and you're mm-hmm. like, let me let me completely rework this thing and see if this thing works and see if I can create my happiness out of this versus what somebody else, you know, what their version of happiness is. Yeah. And I, and I don't know exactly, exactly what that has looked like for you. But one thing that I think is not talked about that I've experienced many times in my business is that nobody really shares that when you make a big pivot or a restructure or, um, you know, you just like trust yourself and break the rules. It's not, I, I think we see these testimonials and these wins that are like, she implemented my system. And then in two days, she made a million dollars. Like, obviously that's exaggerated, but you know what I mean? Where it's like, one thing that I've learned is being in alignment or also making the right move, trusting yourself for a change does not mean you're going to make a ton of money overnight. Like sometimes it's a dip, it's slow. Like, and that doesn't mean that it's wrong. You're just like in the middle, you know? Yeah. And I definitely had that. Um, I went from selling nothing but one-on-one and I, where I was making 50 to 70 K a month to then 
you know, wanting to incorporate more programs and serve people at a different level and also incorporate different teachings, right? Because when you're doing one-on-one, some of it is teaching, but you're doing a whole lot of coaching, right? Like you're, I mean, yeah, you're looking at people's content and things like that, but there's a whole lot of coaching versus teaching going on. There's a big difference. And I, I really want to touch on that too, but going to incorporating programs, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to sell this thing at a much lower price. And I'm going to have millions of people joining this thing. And my income is going to skyrocket. Well, (laughs) no, it's between 30 to 60 K months now, more along the 30 to 40 consistently. So did I take a dip in my income? Yes, but I have more space in my calendar. I'm also getting to do different things that light me up, you know, for, for my human design, the sacral getting lit up and getting excited is really important. So now I get to incorporate, you know, the high mentorship level that I have with my one-on-ones and my mastermind, but I also get to show up in different capacities in those programs. Is it the way that I thought it was going to be? Hell no. Is it hard? Hell yes. (laughs) But there's a sense of peace and joy and happiness, knowing that I'm building this in my way. Yeah. And trusting the timing, right? Because it's like, like I said, it's not gonna, sometimes it does like go really, really great and it blows up overnight. And even where you're at and like, even with those numbers you shared and the dip, it's still really good, especially when you feel good about it. But It's like you can make infinite amount of money doing that. It's just trusting the timing and like still choosing to trust yourself. I'm curious, like what for you has helped in trusting yourself? Because I think a lot of people get stuck for God knows how long. But even if you're just stuck for a month or a few months, like it feels miserable to just be stuck in that feeling of like, oh, I really want to do this thing, but I'm not sure. I'm I'm scared. Like, is it right? Like what has helped you trust yourself on, on making these decisions and these pivots? (laughs) I'm probably the wrong person to ask this. (laughs) My husband gets so, I don't want to say frustrated or annoyed with me, but he definitely doesn't understand the way that I operate. I'm somebody, again, very sacral being. Um, If I have the nudge, I just like leap. I just leap and it's like, I don't see the whole staircase, but I'm taking the first step, right? Leap in the net will appear. Um, So I just don't give it a whole lot of thought. And I always just feel like successful people are making decisions very quickly. There's no time to go back and forth. Like the the longer that you stay in limbo, I feel like the longer that you're just prolonging, you know, what could be. I went from one coaching container that told me you can only sell high ticket. You cannot do programs because you're going to be burnt out and that's going to confuse your audience to another container saying it's only low ticket programs because that's what people need. That's what people can afford. That's how you can scale. And then it's like, but wait a minute, I want to do this my way. I want to do a combination. And it was like, there's no time to him and haw about it. Like I, I don't want to be miserable in this. It's only this or that. I love it. I mean, I think, <laughs> I mean, I'm guilt. I'm, I'm a little different because I'm kind of guilty of like letting things take a while. And then in hindsight, I'm like, okay, literally all that did was give me way more time to think about all the reasons I shouldn't do it. And then all these other options and you just get too much time to get in your head. Please don't do it. I I mean, I think your advice is actually great. Like 
you got to just take the leap and do it. And don't you learn a lot? Like a lot of the clarity comes through the action, right? Oh yeah. The, the action creates the clarity much quicker. I was just talking about this to my mastermind. Anything I've ever done, I've moved very quickly and people are very confused by it. They're like, what? Oh my gosh. Obviously MG, I move fast. When I was in real estate, um, I was a multiple six-figure year earner in real estate. And when I first got my license here in Texas, you're not supposed to practice real estate until you actually have your physical license in your hand. And I had a deal that I had been working with and I went to my broker. I had passed my test, but I didn't have the physical license in my hand. And I was like, hey, look, I have this deal. They want to go. I'm not going to lose out on this sale just because I don't have this. And he was like, nope, go ahead and put it under my name. We're all good. And he said to me, Yolanda, do you know the difference between people who are successful in real estate and people who are unsuccessful? And I said, no, but tell me. He said, the people who are successful are like you. They're just going out and they're figuring it out as they go, which by the way, anybody who's running a business, you're always figuring out as you go, no matter no matter how much income you've brought in, you're always figuring it out as you go. And then he said, the people who stay stuck are the ones that are trying to perfect the contract and make sure that they have their process down and So I don't think that there's necessarily a right or a wrong way, but I just know that the more that I think about it, like if I were to really sit down and think about it, like you said, like what did it gain? What what did I gain out of that? I didn't gain anything but time lost. Yeah. Yeah, I so agree. Um, I want to go back. You mentioned something, which might be us like totally changing topics, but I'm here for it. You mentioned like the difference between coaching and teaching. And I feel like something was like coming up for you with that. Like, what were you thinking as you were sharing that? Oh, yes. Thank you for that. So (laughs) on Instagram, especially, there's this big conversation around don't hire a coach, hire a mentor. Yeah. And it kind of, you know, mentor, teaching, coaching, like, here's the difference to me, in my opinion. A mentor is somebody who's experienced something and is teaching you based on their way. A coach is somebody who's looking at your situation and challenging your thought process to bring you to clarity. So do I do both in my containers 1000%? But my viewpoint on this is I'm going to get you the biggest breakthrough by challenging the belief system that is holding you back versus you t- versus me telling you what worked for me. Like I was a teen mom. I got pregnant at 16, had my son at 17. My mom had my brother at 18. She got pregnant at 17, had my brother at 18. The whole time I was growing up, all I ever heard was, don't get pregnant. Don't get pregnant. It's, it's going to be hard. You don't want that kind of life. It's going to be really hard. Did I learn from my mother telling me don't do that? No, which is why I think mentorship and teaching somebody is very inspiring and it gives them the tools that they might need to understand it at a different level. But they're not really going to understand it until they're like, oh my gosh, yes, Mm -hmm. I see now where my own thought process was holding me back. So I... 
I don't like the conversation around coaching is a bad thing. We should only hire mentors because they call you to a higher level. I feel like there's a time and a place for both. Totally. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love this too, because it, it's, so, it's just so true. Like it's, there's something in all these things that like we wish we could stop doing or, I mean, I don't know, like I heard so many people have these conversations of like, you know, there is no right way, do it your way, break the rules. Like, and it's just, I heard it and I kind of, I literally thought I was doing that, but then I kept hiring people to do it their way. Like I was hiring the person who said that break the rules and then following their rules. Yeah. Isn't that funny how we do that? <laughs> like over and over and over. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to break your rules and just go over and follow this person's yeah. rules. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's not until you have your own clarity of what do I like? What do I want? And what does that look like for me? Yeah. How are you doing that with 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 yourself, but also with your clients? Because you're bringing in coaching and you're bringing in human design. I mean, can you give some advice on like advice or just just insight on like what are like a couple really important things that you're looking at with clients to kind of figure out like what is their alignment, what is their way? So one of the biggest things that I look at for a client is obviously energy type, right? Like I have to know how you're operating best. Um, the second thing is in your well, the way that I do it is um, your energy centers, your chakras inside of your chart. I'm looking at that and that is telling me, okay, this person should be marketing from here and selling from here. So when we're marketing, we are marketing to um, an, our undefined centers. So anything mm -hmm. that you are undefined in is where you are able to tap into other people's energy and understand how they're what's going on with them. So I always say market to how you're able to tap into your clients. And then when you're coming from your defined centers, that's where you're selling from because that's who you are naturally. That's where you're producing your own energy. So that's where people are understanding, okay, this person has the expertise in this. In human design, we energies tend to attract, not always, but we tend to attract the opposite of what we have. Kind of like when you're born with straight hair and you want curly hair or when you're born with curly hair and you want straight hair, right? Energy wants to be complete. So the undefined places are coming to the defined places. So if I have a defined sacral because I'm a manifesting generator, I have a lot of projector clients because they're wanting that sacral energy. So we're looking at that. I'm looking at your profile and how you connect with others. That's extremely important. And then I'm taking your gates and your channels and I'm understanding the story of who you are based on how you can deeply market, talk to people, connect with people, because to me, that's really important. Um, and then I forgot where I was going with all of this, what your original question is. But basically, I'm taking that and then I'm creating the story of who you are. And do clients come to me and say, Yolanda, what did you do in XYZ situation? Yes, of course. And, and and I I will give, you know, my feedback on this. But I'm also asking them what's coming up for you and mm -hmm. what actually feels good for you versus just going along with what I say. Like I had a client recently, she's a one-on-one, -on -one, and she said, 
well, I don't resonate with this and I don't know how to handle that. And I was like, you don't have to resonate with everything that I say because you are you and I am me. The point Mm -hmm. is, what's your take and how do you want to approach it? So good. Yeah. And, And I mean, for me too, with my clients, I found that like explaining like, okay, this is what I do or this is like what decision I made in that situation and here's why or here's how I came to it. But I think you gotta be careful too because I mean, that's like a client conversation, but marketing, it's like you can make any way sound like the way, the best way, the sexiest way, the easiest way. And it's like, I think that's that's where a lot of people fall for this marketing. And I don't think people are doing that on purpose. That's just marketing, right? Like that's just selling. Like you're explaining like this product is the best because look at it, you know? And so we hear that. I mean, it's kind of what you're saying. Like, okay, you have to sell one-on-one because group programs are going to burn you out. Whereas a completely different person could say, don't do one-on-one. That's going to burn you out. Do group programs. And they could both explain it where you're like, well, which one is actually going to burn me out? (laughs) Which one's actually the best? Like, it just depends. Yeah. 1000%. And here's the thing. Like, okay. So projectors, if I look at projectors as um, like a general, uh, just a general projector, most projectors really thrive with one-on-one connection. But I might have a projector with a profile that's a four six, meaning they really like to be among the people. They're a natural networker. So if I told that projector, hey, you can only do one-on-one because this is what, you know, the only way for you, it, it wouldn't make any sense. It mm-hmm. literally would not make any sense. So again, kind of going back to even the first thing that we were talking about is where people you know, generalize and then also utilize their human design against them. It's like, no, you are uniquely you. There are so many pieces to what makes you you. And it's not about what worked for this projector or that projector or what worked for this manifesting generator is going to work for that manifesting generator. It's not like that. It's literally what works for you. I thought of a question that might seem kind of random to this conversation, but it's not. I thought of it as you were talking and you used the example of how you as a manifesting, uh, I don't want to say general, generator, attract a lot of um, projector clients. And I've seen a few times, well, like I said, I know that a lot of us are looking for people who have our same, you know, oh, she's a projector and she's successful. Okay, good. That means I can be or whatever. And I think sometimes we think if I hire someone who's my same type, then they're already aligned. Like what they're doing is going to be aligned for me. And I have seen a few people, especially projectors specifically share, I'm never hiring a manifesting generator or a generator coach again. And I think I think it's because we're like exhausted by the go, 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 go energy. But I'm yeah. so curious, maybe that specifically, but also just like, does that matter? Like, should people be paying attention to that when they hire a coach? Like, what's your opinion on that? So I always say hire who you resonate with the most in thought process, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm a manifesting generator. I hired you as a projector because I like your thought process. I like the way that you bring things out that makes me look and say, okay, hmm, I might agree with Taylor on this, but what's my take? Or I might disagree with Taylor on this. So what, like, why would I disagree with this? And so it really provokes me to a deeper thought process of what's coming up for me. It When my projectors hire me, I personally feel, and I don't, again, I don't think there's a right or wrong, like hire who you resonate with, whether they're a projector, 
manifesting generator. There's no right or wrong in this. But what I have been told by my projector clients is that I'm not burning. I think it's because I know human design. So I'm not telling them you have to do this and you have to blah, 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 blah. Like I'm not giving them this to-do list. But what I am doing is I'm inspiring them to action, right? Like I'm inspiring them to pick up the pace in the sense of, okay, it doesn't have to take a year for you to build an audience. You can start making money right now. How are, what are the opportunities? So I think that there's a compliment for whoever is hiring who it's just, do you resonate with their thought process first and foremost? And then kind of like what you said of like the values, right? Yeah. And I think you're so right. I think it's also because you understand that and that you're, whether it's the human design piece or also just having a coach that's like, like some coaches, I don't think are very comfortable or okay with you disagreeing with them. Like it's like, oh, that's a limiting belief. So when you said that, I was like, music to my ears. Like with my, I'm like, go, please disagree with me. I will not take offense. Like that is totally okay. I want you to do things in a way that feels good to you. Um, so I think that's also like one of the reasons why it works. You're like, you don't have to be me. I think that coaches who get upset when a client disagrees with them, I think that they're taking it way too personal and making it mean that they are not good enough. Usually when we get upset about something, it's because we're we're internalizing it. So I I know that I can hire you and not agree with everything that you say. And it's okay. It doesn't make you a bad coach. It doesn't mean that you're not the right fit for me. It doesn't mean you're a bad human. It just means I have a different perspective on that. And I think that like my husband and I, we've been together for 23 years. I met him when I was 16. He was 18. We have a lot of differences in our thought process, in the way that we operate in different things. But one of the things that we always come back to is there's a deeper level of respect to understand where that person is coming from while still staying true to who we are in that instance. And I think that goes with coaching as well. It's respect that this person has a different opinion because you're two different people and also respect yourself and honoring your truth. So good. Oh my God, I resonate with that so much. I feel like me and my husband could not be two more different people. (laughs) (laughs) Like... But it works because of what you said. Like we respect each other's differences. And also like, this is so good for a coach client situation too. Like seeing what each other, you know, what we do bring to the table and, and, and also like learning from that, but also being okay with like, okay, great. Like he doesn't do things that way. He does things that way. And I can let him do that. I don't have to be angry that he's not going to do everything how I want to do it, which Anyway, it's a whole nother relationship conversation. <laughs> but been there. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't make anyone happy. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, here's here's what I say. Like, I tell my clients all the time, you can disagree. It's not going to hurt my feelings. But just know that you hired me for a difference in perspective yeah. when you came to me. Right? Like, I I always... No matter what it is that you say... And I, like, binge everything of you, Taylor. Like, I binge... Oh podcast like I was in your mini mind like I'm in the mastermind so like anything that comes out like I'm listening and I'm paying attention and when you say something that I don't agree with I I reflect on it and I'm like okay I'm I'm trying to understand it from where she's coming from and I I want to truly see is there something that I can 
reflect on deeper here? Is there something Mm -hmm. that I want to see from a different perspective? And if it's no, then it's no. But nine times out of 10, I'm not just shutting down a difference of opinion. I'm like, huh, okay. Hmm, maybe, maybe that's true. Let's, let's see. It sounds so simple, but it's like, there's so much power in being someone who can just like ponder and think like, and I, and I, and I do think that in, in the world of online marketing and selling these one way fits all, it's like, we're kind of told not like any time you think differently, it's a mindset block or it's a self-sabotage or whatever. So it's just awesome to hear. Like, I mean, exactly that learning how to just like ponder something, think about it. Like, is there something for me to gain from this? And then maybe, yeah, maybe no. Yeah. I think, you know, kind of going back to what you were just saying about step one, step two, step three, those things sell so well because the human brain is actually very lazy. It's actually very lazy. Like think about it on your socials. I don't know if you have the same problem, but every time I talk to clients, they, they're like, oh my gosh, yes, that's so true. When you put a poll on your social, this or that, you get more responses than even if you ask your community a question and you put the question box, right? Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't matter what you're putting as a question, you put the question box, you're going to get way less responses. And it's really because the human brain is so lazy. So the reason why people think, oh my gosh, I just need your five-step formula to a million dollars is because they're like, I just want to plug and play. And To a degree, yes, as a manifesting generator, I will say ease is my thing. So I don't necessarily like reinventing the wheel. But again, you have to think like maybe that's just not aligned with you. Maybe that's just not your way. I like to I like to buy stuff like that (laughs) and learn from stuff like that. But I take I and I think this is where I can find peace with a lot of my investments, too, is like even if I just take one thing. I feel really good about it. I don't need to utilize all five steps. But if I can even take one part of one of the steps and it like fixes or makes something better or easier or fills some type of gap in like whatever my system is, I'm like, honestly, okay, that was worth it. You know? You you coached with Amanda Francis, didn't you? Yeah. A long time ago, I heard her say something to the effect of when somebody buys my program, I trust that if they watched one module, that they got what they needed. I trust Mm. that they made the purchase and didn't show up that they got what they needed. I trust that if they finished the program, they got what they needed. I just feel like, yeah, we're, we're, when, when you're looking for opportunities, you will find opportunities. When you're looking for obstacles, you will find obstacles. So if you're purchasing something, you can always find the lesson, the opportunity, the breakthrough, you know, something in there. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I do think it's like, it's a, I do think that's a mindset thing that can hold people back too. Is like when you're so stuck on like, I never finished that program and I didn't implement all of it where else, but you could have the mindset I shared and that you're saying where it's like, you know, I feel there's been so many investments where I've kind of just had to like close the container energetically where I'm like, I feel complete. I feel good. Whereas before it was like, I got to get back into it. I got to figure out how to make the most out of it. It's like, maybe I did make the most out of it. Yeah. I feel like I have a lot of people that come to me and they're like, you know, this didn't, this didn't work out the way that I had hoped. I want to work with you, but I need to finish this. And I'm like, why do you need to finish that? Maybe it is like, kind of like what you said, maybe it's energetically complete. 
maybe it is complete and you're ready for the next step. Yeah, no, 100%. I agree. Um, cool. I love this conversation. I think that this is going to be such a huge permission slip for so many people on like so many different topics and things. So thank you so much. Um, do you want to let people know if, if they're resonating with you, where can they go follow you, find you? Yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me. I loved this chat. I love the out of the box conversations. Um, so I am on Instagram as at manifest underscore mad underscore money. My website is manifestmadmoney.com where you can also find my podcast uh, on the website or you can find my podcast Manifest Mad Money on any podcast player. Oh, you're so simple. (laughs) All the same. I love it. It makes it so easy for everybody. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you again, you guys. I hope that you love this episode as much as I did and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye guys. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.